everyone. Welcome back to the Get Found with Fuse podcast. I'm really excited to have a very special someone join me today, Mr. Roberto Renferia. Now, Roberto and I used to work at the same marketing agency. That's how we met. And he is a master technical SEO expert, email expert, all kinds of digital marketing expertise. He's my mentor. He's the person I ask when I get stuck and I don't know what to do. So today we're going to have a chat about just what's going on in the world and SEO. SEO and digital marketing and things that you can be doing for your business right now. We're also going to take a look at a site or two um, for some mini SEO audit feedback. So Roberto, how are you? Excellent. Thanks for having me. And so what's going on in your world uh, as far as you're working from home with this whole lockdown? Oh, believe me, it's chaotic. Actually, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, working from home, I only go to uh, the office once a week, right? And, well, I'm implementing a lot of things from, from home. First, uh, we had to, like, set up a home office, like a full-blown studio. So you know, and bring all the machines. And because I, I work with multiple computers that do monitoring SEO metrics and all that uh, 24 seven. So I had to set up everything close basically here at home. So um, yeah, it's been fun, believe me, you know, just managing uh, work and home related stuff when you're here, right? It's, uh, it's, um, it's challenging, to say the least, but uh, definitely going through, right? Making going through. through the no motions, notions, I forget how they say, emotions. Emotions. <laughs> awesome. So my first question to you, Roberto, is um, what can business owners and people be doing now as far as their digital marketing is concerned? And in retrospect, a lot of people are definitely not working right now, not making income. So they're also very limited in terms of what they can spend. But on the other note, I do feel like it's a great time for content marketing because everyone is at home and online. So what are your thoughts? Okay, so uh, obviously nowadays everybody has a lot more time than they did before, right? Just because just if you're, if you're doing the exact same thing and you don't have to drive, that for me at least saved me two hours a day. Right, so that alone gives me two extra hours a day that I can utilize to do something useful. So, and of course, you know, business has dropped and all industries across the board, right? So business has actually dropped. So you're not uh, spending your time servicing many people. And for those businesses that actually were, um, you know, that you had to be there like uh, salons and and clinics and every other uh, physical store, right? Uh, you have to manage, you have to be creative in order to take those services and, and products online. You know, if you are in consulting, then you're not gonna be doing uh, many seminars, right? You're gonna be doing webinars. Uh, if you're selling products, then, you know, unless you have to do huge demonstrations, then you would have to actually take that online and, and get a shopping cart going, 
right? If you're doing services. Now the service part obviously is gonna it's gonna be uh hurt the most because like I cannot repair your your TV, for instance, if I'm from home. I have to go to your house. But definitely um it's I think the challenge is gonna be finding creative ways to translate and transform your business, maybe pivot a little bit so that you can find a way to either to grow your customer base, right? I, and find things that you can help them with while you are at home and they're in their house or, you know, um, like on the service industry, I was looking, I was doing some research for the company that I work with and, and actually I was looking at, at Bruto, right? Which is a big uh, plumbing company. Okay. So uh, they have a no contact service, meaning they do everything online. And then the, the uh, technician, they actually go to the, to the house, but nobody has to be around when he does mm-hmm. all the servicing. So I found that to be genius, right? Because I mean, he still has a job. He still does the servicing. It's just the way they present it. So it's safe, right? On, for the person who's hiring, for the person who's doing the servicing, uh, the person who does the servicing goes with all, you know, with gloves, with mask, and and basically an account manager uh, takes care of all the charging, you know, gathering the information prior to the visit and and everything else. So it's no contact servicing, which I think is key right now for for these times, you know. So and that's what I'm saying about being creative. It's not. Uh, I know it's challenging times. I know it's hard. I know uh, business has dropped uh, tremendously, but you really have to either do research um, bigger companies than you, what are they doing so you can get ideas from them, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, that's really, I mean, these companies, they utilize agencies, they utilize a board of people, experts, you know, so they have the resources, just piggyback on them. So, I mean, if you, if you can have a, an account manager that gathers all the information and then you go and do your visits, then that's, that's one thing that you can do. Right. Right. Um, and I saw some innovation in the photography industry. There's actually photographers doing FaceTime photo shoots, Nice. which okay. I thought was genius. And the photos look incredible. I'm not sure exactly how it works. If they're like using their camera or just screen printing, I'm not sure. Right. But I thought that was really innovative. And then some other people are just using this time to maybe, you know, just stay afloat. You know, it's not necessarily a time. I believe it's not necessarily time to be like, oh, you know, this is fantastic. Go do something else and totally pivot. But it's a time to get creative so you can stay afloat. So you don't close Mm -hmm. down business, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I also think it's a time for, so people are getting creatives where they're selling things or maybe they're getting into other forms of art. You know, I know Mother's Day is coming up. So a lot of portrait photographers turn to their past clients and say, why don't you order a beautiful canvas of your mom for Mother's Mm -hmm. Day, right? That would be a great idea. Teacher mm-hmm. Appreciation Week, there's graduation, a lot of things with these seniors that they're not able to get, you know, they're missing out on a lot of things. So being creative with that. But I also think it's a great time to be creative, not necessarily creative, but it's a great time to work on your content mm-hmm. and your blogging yeah. because to give your website some love. So I did see the other day there was some kind of Google update. So are there any kind of Google updates right now, algorithm changes? Well, um, 
in the advertising aspect, yes, uh, organic um, as well, just because most of the signals that actually uh, gear ranking, right, that, that push rankings up, uh, they actually drop, right? Uh, just to have an idea, most of the business that I manage, that I've seen, that I research, uh, I've seen between 70 and 25% drop, you know, depending on the niche. Uh, and then again, right, if you're a service industry, then you probably took the, the bigger hit. If you're an e-commerce store, depending on where you're selling, right, um, would also have seen a, a huge drop. Now, but is this are, a hit because of Google or is this a hit because, for example, no, no one's traveling right now? No one's, Right, you know, exactly. I think that is because uh, people's search um, criteria have changed, right? So people mm -hmm. are buying and searching for... Uh, Homeschool. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, so instead of uh, looking for a theater, now you're looking for movie rentals or you're looking, you're looking for books. Movie right? night at home. Exactly. So all those, uh, the way people search have changed. Okay. And, and we see it uh, day to day because a lot of industries, their search volume and keywords, their search volume has, has dropped. Now, if you know how and you understand how Google works, then they look at all these different metrics and they mm -hmm. they weigh you right against your competitors. But right. if everybody is down seventy percent, right? And and this is actually a good tip for everybody who's who's uh, looking and monitoring their their traffic. Don't be concerned too much about your traffic. Be concerned about your rankings. Okay. Okay. So, so let's talk to, about the difference there. Okay, so let's say that you used to get a thousand people on your, on your website every month, and now you're getting 250, right? Uh, if you used to rank number one for local photography, right? And you're still ranking number one for local photography, it's not necessarily that you're losing the traffic, it's just that people are not looking for it. Right. Yeah? So, and that's, that's one, one of the things that you have to be aware of, because don't, I don't want anybody to panic because you're losing right. traffic. But if you are losing rankings and traffic, then that's an indicator that, okay, maybe your competitors are doing something different that you might need to look into. Right. right. Which um, can be, so one thing that I've been sharing with photographers, especially the family ones, for them to tweak their content and help yes. people with ideas like, how are we all surviving at home? Here's what I found, you know. Um, mm -hmm. Like I wrote a post about random thoughts during the quarantine. I also wrote a post mm -hmm. about, you know, helping creative businesses, like talking about brands that are giving back um, mm -hmm. during this time. Like for example, PayPal, people that are waiving their fees and giving extensions. Yes. So I think yes. thinking about who your ideal audience is and also sympathizing with what they're going through and see how you can relate and how you could create some content in regards to that. Because even though I think traffic is down, especially for travel, I think this is still a good time to ride this wave where everyone's online now. And Pinterest mm -hmm. has gotten, for example, they had um, a record weekend with six, like the first six countries that were in quarantine. Um, so they hit a record of engagement. Mm -hmm. um, so people are definitely online. They're just, you know, obviously yes. shifting what they're searching for. They're not going things to do near me this weekend, right? But things to do at home. Exactly. You know, and, and it's funny you mentioned that because 
one of the things. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about what you can do to improve, right? Um, yes. And then the other thing is um, uh, that has to do with a little bit pivoting, right? So if you are offering service and you can, you have any type of product that or or services that instead of coming to your studio, you can go to their house and ensure that everything is going to be taken care of, at, you know, or outside in front of their house. Exactly. Right? right. So that would be one of the services that you would have to create and then uh, deliver. Right. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that you as a company or as a, as a service provider or as a product provider, one of the things that I've seen across the board and that has helped uh, rankings and everything else. And even Google, my business is, is actually now uh, has a section where you need to publish a COVID-19 uh, uh, announcement, right? Mm -hmm. So every business is encouraged to have a one page for an announcement somewhere on their website that you okay, can- Okay, that's good to know. From Google- Could it be a blog post? Google My Business. Yeah, it can be a blog post. It can be on your homepage that you have a, an announcement there, right? Got you. So as long as the announcement covers any type of changes going uh, on your business, either you are closed temporarily or you change the business hours, anything that is related to to now, to this mm -hmm. time, right, to this emergency, the, that you need to link right from Google My Businesses. There's a COVID-19 uh, item there that you can put a URL on. Oh, right? perfect. So, so create a page or a blog post and then go to your Google My Business and update that section. Exactly. That's because wonderful. Because that tells anybody who lands on your Google My Business right off the bat, if you want right. to know any any news related to the COVID-19 or an announcement from the business, then that's where they can go, right? And that actually put you ahead from everybody else who doesn't have it, which is that is in your area, right? So uh, that's, that's one. And then the other one, obviously, uh, if you do change uh, business of operations, if you do temporarily close, then make sure you change that. Yes. Within your Google My Business, because the last thing that people want is driving to your studio or driving to your business and being closed and would actually be a, a, a negative because if people ask for driving directions and they get to your business, those are signals that are indicating Google that people are going to your business and if they go back and change their uh, query or they go and, and look for another one or even worse, they give you a bad review just because you weren't open, Ooh, that would be detrimental, right? So so just be clear and upfront with everybody. You know, if you're if you change your business hours, make sure you you reflect that on your Google My Business. If you make any changes because of, of this pandemic, then you know make sure to create an announcement and post it on your Google My Business, um, you know, which is the announcement for your current customers and for the public in general. Right. So, and and then the third uh, piece to that would be uh, Google My Business posts, right? So let's mm -hmm. say that you change your hours, you you make the announcement, any thing that is related that is current that is that is relevant uh create a google my business post and just have that in your in your google my business page you know uh link it from there and and just m make sure that uh you post currently because 
just keep everybody up to date of what the business is going through, any anything that is happening. Uh, and Google would actually give you more credit just because you're doing mm -hmm. that. You're being proactive. Anything exactly. else SEO-wise you've seen businesses do that, that's helpful during this time? SEO-wise. Um, well, or content are... marketing, digital marketing-wise. Digital marketing, uh, as far as content creation, uh, just in the same line of things that I've been talking about, right? Their social media posts, uh, they do have announcements about any changes that the business is going through. Mm -hmm. Obviously, any new services or products they are developing, right? Or creating just True. because of emergency um, tactics that you guys are doing right mm -hmm. um so it has to it has to reflect on obviously in your google my business on your website and your social channels if you do that now right and you get some engagement it's actually going to help you organically and furthermore right like what i always say uh ranking organically is just uh, the result of putting relevant content out there, right? And for those people that are wanting to, to find you, it is relevant for them to know if there's any changes on the way you operate. So you need to make them aware of it, okay? So, and that's pretty much, especially for now, right? Awesome, I wanna switch gears a little bit, still on the SEO route. Um, I would love to ch ch chat about some meta description tips, especially with calls to action. And are you a fan of calls to action on page titles too? Keep oh, in mind the whole, um, we, which we've talked about conversion, right? And also what's that, um, the intent of the buyer, right? Those mm -hmm. power words like hire a photographer, book now, free shipping. I forget, what's that called? User intent, I think it's called. Uh, intent keywords. I guess so. Yes. So let's say people are home and they haven't worked on their SEO and now they're going to sit back. They're going to tweak their Yoast settings if they're on WordPress. They're going to look at their page titles and meta descriptions. What are some tips you can give them specifically in regards to things that will catch people's attention to click, like click through rate stuff? Well, that's a whole conversation, but I know just some quick tips. But here's, here's my, as long as you're here. So I figured this would be a good topic. Yes, here's my, 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 you know, my small um, rundown on that. Um, okay, content on a website should be separated, right? Um, based on the intent and on what level of the funnel is mm -hmm. the user coming into, right? Okay, so, so let's back it up. Um, explain to people what, what you mean um, by a funnel or sales funnel. Okay, so... I'm going to make it with an, an an example, okay? Okay. So let's say that uh, within your website, any, any website really, right? You have product pages, you have your homepage, obviously, right? Your homepage, product mm -hmm. pages, or service pages, and blog posts, and you have some informational uh, pages about us, right? So you have to know who would actually arrive at any of those pages. So about us is somebody that wants to know about you, right? Mm -hmm. A product page is is way higher on the intent because they're looking at pricing at what your products actually have, uh, 
uh, pricing structure, you know, benefits and everything else. So, um, and then blog posts would be the lowest. Uh, and 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 I, I think this is where most people fail because they try to make a blog post to sell. Right. And, and they're and missing the whole. that's kind of more of the intro phase. Exactly. So usually how it works is, um, let's say I'm researching, I don't know, give me a topic. Uh, um, newborn photographer. Newborn photography, right? Or, or, or newborn, yeah, like let's say I'm three months pregnant and I'm already thinking about my newborn exactly. pictures. First, I'm looking for some ideas and Right, but you see, you know this because you, you are within the industry. Me right. as, a, as a father, I don't know what, um, after how old is a baby, can I go and take pictures, right? right. Uh, is it a week? Is it a month? Is it three right. months? So having a, a, a blog post that actually gives me a rundown as to, okay, well, you know, after a baby is born, you can take the, you know, the hospital pictures and then you can take the newborn photo, uh, photos, which are within, I don't know, two weeks to three months, maybe, right? So if I'm a- uh, It's less, an, but that's okay. <laughs> right. You see, I don't even know. I haven't right. even read uh, anything on it, right? So um, if I'm a, a, a new father and I want to take uh, great photos or, you know, a mother looking for newborn, newborn photography, that would be the perfect and the starting point because I know nothing about it. So mm -hmm. if I arrive to your website, you know, give me enough information so that right. it's and in a clear way that, Oh, okay. Now I understand, you know, I just, we just came back from the hospital. Now I can right. book a service um, within a week or so. And then, you know, what type of preparations do I need to take my baby to the studio? Right. Okay. Um, because those are the things that I don't know that I, you know, that could be very critical. Right. Mm -hmm. So, that information, if you rank for it and you rank within your area, it's huge because then the people that are, that are looking at this uh, content, they're actually going to be aware of all the things that they need to, you to, to do before going to your studio. So obviously the content cannot be about booking. It has right. to be about preparing. It has to be the timeline Informing, from the how moment. Does it work? What exactly. Right. Now, obviously, because it is your website, you're going to have your phone number. You're going to have a mm -hmm. book, book now button. Find out more. Visit exactly. this page. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know, and be personable, right? Because obviously this is a very um, closed service, right? Mm -hmm. This is a very personable service. Right. right? So you would want to first, uh, if you want to book with Fuse, you know, or you want to work with Fuse, please click here or talk to Fuse if you have any questions. So mm -hmm. always, always get them to act on something. Right. Either, either booking or having, you know, a phone call. Form or, or a call. 15 minute call before, mm -hmm. you know. So, and the commitment is huge, right? Because obviously right. people who that are at the beginning of the funnel. hot lead. Exactly. No, and plus you just got them through organic, right? Mm -hmm. they just learn about you they just learn you just gave them some information that is useful mm -hmm. right uh, so it might be time to ask for a small commitment maybe a 15 minute uh, you know q a or or a, a form or a form but don't make it so much that it's almost like an interview just 
you know, yeah, if you have any questions. Yeah, that's what I say. Don't make it too long. Or, mm -hmm. or if you have like a, like a hook, right? Here's the guide for newborn photography, right? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's literally a good transition from, I didn't know anything about you. Now you gave me some information, but not mm -hmm. enough so that I can actually download your form. And now you, the photographer is getting the content information. That's a call to action for them to download the guide. Now I get the contact information and say, hey, Fusa, I see that you downloaded uh, our mm -hmm. guide on newborn photography. You know, I wanted to know if you have any questions. Right. You know, I'm not booking them yet because I really want to know. You're educating right, them. Mm -hmm. Because I want to know if they have actually any questions. I don't know if the form or, or they right. downloaded that for them or for a sister, or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So just find more information about that. And, you know, obviously guide them into booking, learn more about them, what their needs are. And, you know, you're gaining a, a really good contact. If it's not for them, then obviously give them uh, some incentive to come or just tell them, uh, you know, you're available this and this day. And and it's an, a very organic sale, right? Perfect. So, and I think, uh-huh, mm -hmm. go ahead. And that's what I was saying about the lower of the, you know, the lower of the funnel or the beginning of the funnel and then mm -hmm. top of the funnel. And most people, unfortunately, they make the, the mistake of now working on, on their first uh, type Impression, of content. Right. right. Which should be very easy, very um, non-friction selling, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you're giving a lot of value. You're, you're offering. Right. You know, you're offering a lot of information that, yes, me as a father, I would love to know what what to right. do with newborn photography. I probably, all the photos that I got from my babies are from, you know, me taking them. Mm -hmm. I didn't know, I didn't know it was anything that I should be worried about taking them to a studio. You know, right. I, I didn't even think of that. Right. So, you see, so, mm-hmm. Cool. So I think this is a perfect time for us to transition and you're going to screen share with me. Um, let's look at, since she is, she's a high end boutique um, photographer for babies and I believe maybe family and maternity, um, Brittany Elise. Um, so I've been collaborating with her and I haven't looked at her SEO. I know she's signed up to some of my classes, so I don't know how, SEO optimizes her website, but what I think is interesting about her site and, and what's different is that she's very high end. So, it, you know, a lot of photographers that don't want, you know, that costs more, let's say they're more boutique. I don't know if you have any tips for them, or maybe we could use exactly what you said to kind of do a mini audit for her site. And then just see if you have any, you know, nothing crazy, just a few suggestions for her. Of course. Hey guys, this next section, Roberta and I are reviewing BrittanyElise.com. So B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y-E-L-I-S-E.com. So there is a screen share video portion of this podcast episode. Just catch the link in the description so you can tag along when you have a chance to be on your desktop. So let's get to it. So Brittany, um, there's two tools that I'm going to share with you guys. Okay. Uh, that of course you're very aware of these, you know, yes. don't get is, too technical though, but it's going to be very simple. Okay. okay. It's going to be Moss 
uh, is going to be the mouse bar, right? Uh, I love this tool because it gives me um, a snapshot of what Google actually sees, okay? Mm -hmm. um, and then SEO minion, okay? That is also a very... It, are these free, both of them? Yeah, both of them okay. are free. So you're showing us this cool tool. It's the Moz bar. You have to, I think you have to sign up for Moz, but you don't need the PED account, but you do need to sign up in order to install the bar, right? Yes, you have to have a, um, an account, but actually you don't even have to log in. Like right now I'm not logged Oh, in. okay. Yeah. At least for the part that I'm going to be using it, okay. you don't have to, right? So uh, the page analysis actually is going to be the one place that you want to go into. Okay. And this is just, it's, it's going to give you a snapshot of some of the things that actually Google sees, right? Uh, right. Like title and your description, which if I were to look for this page, this is exactly what it should look like, right? Um, what should show, actually, wait, sorry. On Google, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Sometimes it doesn't though. No, because I'm looking for the site. And if I look for the site, then, right, so. Okay, yeah. there we go. Right, so this. Should be that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And if it doesn't, and if it's not, then <laughs> that's definitely something to to fix, right? Okay, got it. Okay. Um, and we could close off the other site because I'm not going to have time to do the second one. Okay. All right. So um, I already see a few issues here. She has way too many H2s. Yes. And you see here, ADH1 uh -huh. is it actually. It should be her, at least Brittany, at least photography and not that. Yes. Okay. And, and this is one of the, um, I think 80% of the websites do this. Okay. Because okay. um, the theme it, does that, right? Yes. But you see, sometimes when we design or when we create content, we go, we utilize or we misutilize the H1s and the headers and the, and the different hierarchies of the page just because of how they look. Okay. Like the H1 is, is big text, you know, and there, and it goes all the way down to paragraph. Right. So I think that, if you, if, um, and I can tell right now, like, hello, you know, they used it because it is, uh, because it's how it actually looks, right? Not necessarily because of the value that it has. So right. I'd rather you go ahead and, and format this mm -hmm. on a paragraph and not assign an H1. The importance of H1 is crucial just because Obviously, if you see this, this little snapshot, mm -hmm. if you don't know nothing about the website, and this is Google looking at this, right? Right. You would see BrittanyElise, right, dot com. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, they kept main photography, which is main keyword photography, right? Right. And then the location, which is okay, photographer, you know? Mm -hmm. um, a full service luxury photographer, specialized in maternity. Okay, so this is good because it's, mm -hmm. it's very, is guided to, to a location Tampa and it's telling the, the newborn, mm -hmm. right? Newborn. I don't recommend her having her business name and her page title. I think she could put another keyword like um, maternity or family portraits, but. Right. 
And I agree because there's really no value on having your her business your name, brand yeah, yes on the page unless title. unless your brand is highly optimized and right sometimes unless you're like New York Times. Mm, no, unless you're the name of your brand, it is, is well known. Uh, no, it is exactly what you do. Like got you. Miami, like for example, Miami Plumbers is your brand. Yes. You know, South Florida. Exactly. Uh, wedding Law plans. Office, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but uh, having her name, uh, it doesn't really uh, does anything unless people are looking for her directly. Right. right? I mean, so, I'm, I'm okay with it in the meta description. I just feel like page titles yes. prime real estate and it's so, you know, it shouldn't be over six, what, 60 characters, 55, some people say. Yes. Um, so her character count is good, but it's just she could use the word maternity. She could use, mm-hmm. you know, her county in there, something else. So looking at this, I know that these were crafted and optimized, which good. Uh-huh. But then looking at the page itself, there's not really anything strong to support right. any of these. So two. should her H1 be, the, if we look at her page, should her H1 be the Brittany at least photography at least? For the homepage at least? Yeah, of course. Okay. And then what are which H2s? Let's scroll down. So it should definitely not be this frames installed... Um, mm. and you see there's no bold there's no italic and there's no alt text okay so, so but you recommend bold in a few spots but you don't have to have italics right I do I'm a huge fan um, of alt text no you do I mean only if it makes sense right right so so let's see so maybe luxury photographer could be in italics yes so anything that is a secondary keyword Right. Gotcha. So yes. So just to 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 see an example of what I'm saying, mm-hmm. if you go to search engine, right, and this is the highest ranking one. Mm-hmm. Let's say, well, this is more like I guess a directory. Yeah, right? I don't like those. So let's say this website, right? Why are they ranking number one? And we do. Okay. Yeah, the, her H2s are good, not her H1s, but... It doesn't have H1, but the H2s are really crafted. Yeah. You know, they're they're good, and they're supporting the... the so this is a great tip. Title. Anyone could do this for any page on their site. Yes. And awesome. obviously, SEO is about comparing your site and your efforts to everybody else's. Who and, else is and ranking. And figure out why are they ranking higher than you are. Uh-huh. So if you don't have any H1s, H2s, and you see that the top ranking competitor right. has, then that's exactly what you need to do. <laughs> right. You know? Awesome. Obviously not. Anything don't copy UX, it, but yeah. Sorry, anything UX experience on her home? I mean, I really like her her navigation bar the way it's laid out um because i i love it our services about our work our products and for photographers so she does teach photographers so i think it's nice and clean i think it's matching her branding really well so let's scroll down with her um home page and see besides you know technical seo anything that yeah. you recommend that she should have in her home page that maybe she's missing well uh, anything above the fold should have a call to action okay right? And Wouldn't you say the contact is kind of like a call to action? Um, not necessarily. So what do you recommend? Uh, if you have any type of uh, hook that you can offer, right? 
a quick uh, the portfolio, maybe? Maybe the our... portfolio should be uh, uh, below this header image, right. like as a button? Yes. Okay, beautiful. And, and here's one thing that is lacking is all tags on all the images, because right now Google only renders this much of content and it doesn't have anything other than right so she's missing image alt text which is really big it's huge right uh, because that at least tell google what the images yes. are about right so i like that she she's actually there you know and she's mm -hmm. warm and friendly so that's good it takes yes. me back to i guess to the about page right the about mm -hmm. page um now social once, proof right social proof now once again they utilize the um H1 says just for aesthetics, right? Not necessarily for the content. Yeah, the That's H2, right? I was wondering what the numbers were, but definitely it does make sense, right? To portray this, but obviously just treat them as paragraph, not H1s. Yeah, they need to be treated as paragraph and not, I mean, yeah. like even, uh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yes, but you see, if you, if you actually do say 437 frames install, that gives me somewhat of a context of what the number is, but because these two, this one is H1 and this one is a paragraph, there's no relationship, right? Right, got you, so, it sees it differently. Yeah, so. I I dislike the word love notes because I don't think regular mm -hmm. clients understand what it is. Um, I think it should just say, you know, reviews or testimonials because mm -hmm. and I do think you know what love notes means? It's no, very common in the photography world, but I, I don't see a point to it. Uh, usually the testimonials should be uh, nearby any major call to action because that makes me, you know, that, that is. Yeah, that is a authority. testimonial, but would you know that's a testimonial when you read love notes? Well, I, I noticed because it has a name to it and it right. changes, right? Uh, now, this is the other thing. Don't put testimonials on something that automatically changes because that content won't be read or won't have uh, a good um, um, hierarchy, I guess. So she should just Google. have one testimonial and maybe say, you know, read more reviews? Right. Something okay. like that. You, yes. This is gold. This is gold information, guys. Okay. And then obviously, yes, you want to take them to your Instagram, but do you really want to take them to your Instagram? Because now they're going to, I'm going to click there and then I'm going to go, you see, I don't know where it's I went. not even working. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's the problem. So, uh, but if that would be Instagram, then now I'm away from your website and maybe I get, you know, distracted like everybody else and, and then don't go back to your website. So. Okay. Uh, Last yeah. question is about footer. Do you recommend yeah. all footers being the same on all pages or is that kind of like an old tactic? No, I think that footers is a great place to put a strong call to action. Please don't ever use sign up for our newsletter. Right, no because really she's not telling me what do I get. She's not telling me why I should. Mm, well, uh, yes, exactly. Yeah. And it, it doesn't give me any reason why I should sign up for, right? Right. Um, so what's a better call to action anything. there? Like visit our galleries, learn more about Brittany? Mm, well, for for a sign up or just a call no, to action? No, just a general, a like what's a good call to action there instead of this sign up for newsletter that she should have? Do you see her email in her? Let's go to her contact page. 
Do you see her email listed? Because I know some people don't like filling out forms. Right. So I don't see a phone number, number either. So oh, do I don't. Sure. So do you recommend her just listing out the email there as well? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. All right. So let's go back and finish the homepage. So one thing that I should say is definitely it's missing a, a strong call to action, right? Mm -hmm. uh, why not here, since you're going to learn about right. her, have, you know, a quick 15 minute uh, consultation or any type of soft or warm yeah, oh, what about sure. like learn more about my, you know, frame installation process, learn more about my boutique service. Right. Yes. Because she's sh showing me that she goes to the home and installs these things. Mm. Um, but then it's like, hello, and then it's a her about page. Well, what if I want to learn more about this process, like about her, you know, the experience, the boutique experience that she gives. So that could be something cool right here to plug in. Yes, definitely. I think so. Now, let's go and take a look at the contact, which, oh, going back to the footer, you should always have your menu on the footer, just because people don't really want to scroll all the way okay, up. Okay, so kind of repeat the menu down there? Yeah. And the sign-up form, you know, change it to, if you have, maybe not on this particular website, but if you have any offers or anything that you want to give them, uh, this would be a good reason why they want to sign up, right? Mm -hmm. uh, or be informed over news or not really news. Um, but our specials or our events, maybe, right? If she does offer any type of events, um, then that's, uh, that's where she should put them. And let me see her contact. Yeah, her contact page. This is her and again, about. Oh, okay. Let me go back to her contact. Anything else with the contact besides the email? Well, uh, I like that the phone number is here, but unless I look for it, I don't really find it, right? You think it's small? Is it clickable? Way too small and it's not clickable. Okay, so, so we need that text bigger and it should be clickable and adding. Yeah, I think she's asking for way too many things. Uh, I think, they, I mean, I think it has to do with the kind of, because she's high end. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of filtering out clients. I've seen much longer forms for some people. So this is not as long as I've seen. I think this is okay. Um, right. Yeah, I think but, this is okay lengthwise, to be honest, from what I've seen well, um, in our niche and field. Um, standard, you lose about 20% of traffic or conversions for every uh, field you add. Ooh. Right? So let's so, scroll up. Let's see how many fields we have. <laughs> That's why I'm like, like stats, whoa. guys. Yeah. One, because two, here's the thing. Three, if you want to know a lot five, about them. Six. Seven. I would, I would rather put something like, I like uh, name, email, right? Or phone number because it's, it's local. Don't try to get both because you can okay, always get the them other. after, right? You can always get them after, right? If you need to. Yeah, or, uh, or if they email you, you immediately can ask for the phone number. Exactly. So don't ask everything at once. Mm -hmm. And here, you know, here might be a good... Um, I think that's important. Yes, this is important. And then this you can always get, you know, on the back end. That's why it's After, optional. so remove the right. how'd you hear about us. Uh, 
what's your due date? Mm, yeah. That has to do with newborn. And it's also so optional, so they could skip it, I guess. Right. So I think this is repeating. Or the session this, type. So yeah. do you feel like that could be a follow-up question as well when she educates them, sends them guides, and mm -hmm. have them maybe fill out a little questionnaire once they email her? Mm-hmm. Okay, if, cool. If I would be designing this, I would just take all this out and put okay. message right underneath So this let's repeat that stat. You lose about 20% of your conversions for every field. Field that you wow. have, right? So and it all depends at what point, at what stage on the funnel are you reaching them, right? And mm -hmm. obviously, if the way you communicate is more through phone numbers, right? Through phone calls, right? Yeah. Uh, it's better just to ask that upfront because you can always get the email later or if you have a lot of yeah, I guess that it you depends if she's speaking to them more on the phone or I mean I think I like email because then you can send a lot more information. You can send PDFs. Yeah, you but, can send that follow-up questionnaire. You know what I mean? But you see, for this particular type of service, it's a, it's a luxury service. They might uh -huh. want to get a, an SMS yeah on the phone. You. True. Okay. Yes. Cool. So, and and then just let them tell you more details. Yeah. Tell me about more about service, what you have right? in mind. Okay. So people like to talk about themselves. Exactly. Give them an opportunity to, to tell you what they need, right? This is very important. Don't make it as big, you know, just, or make it like this so that it's there, but it's not right in your face. Right. And then submit, uh, try to always change instead of submit, you know, let's get in contact or contact me or something more personable submit okay is, then submit is, okay yeah. and then you always recommend the person having a thank you page instead of just a thank you message right and that's for tracking which we won't yes. get we'd be able to get into today <laughs> yes always always redirect to a thank you page just because thank you pages are the highest conversion page on right. any website okay mm -hmm. so you can always ask them for something else you see and that's that goes back to you can always get something else from them. Because if you just got their phone number, now you can ask them on the thank you page, you can ask them, oh, how about your email? So I can send you a free copy of whatever, you know? Uh -huh. so, so they're most likely because they already submitted something there, there's a trust factor there and, and an action, right? Mm -hmm. uh, people are more likely to, to do the second action than actually do a long one right. or a, a bigger commitment. Right. That's so important. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. So let's wrap it up. I think this was a lot of information. Thank you, Brittany Elise. Um, your beautiful website. Look forward yes. to collaborating with you, having you on the podcast soon. Um, any last last thoughts, SEO wise during lockdown and when things get back? Um, opening any other advice or tips that you have for small business owners? Well, before that, actually, I want to, um, I want to congratulate Elise on her website because yes, all of the things that we talked about, you see, they're mainly on the back end. They're mainly mm -hmm. ways to optimize. But if I would have, if I would have known, um, if I'm looking for a newborn photography and I come to this website, I would actually want to contact her. Right, because right, it's because gorgeous, it's, it's branding, it's yes. good user experience. Yes, it, it presents everything up on the front. But obviously, mm -hmm. all the things that we just went through are ways to optimize for right. bots and, and for some conversion optimization um, 
tips, right? Mm -hmm. Now, any other type of uh, suggestion or tip that I have? Um, well, and this is as a personal, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Tip for everybody who's listening. Take this time to learn and yeah. take this time to go back on what you know about your business. You're going to find yeah. so much more that you can be doing and ways mm -hmm. to to make it faster, more efficient, right? Uh, maybe go over your processes. Go over everybody that your works costs. with you. Mm -hmm. Exactly, your Workflows, costs. Workflows, marketing. So, so, I mean, every person that I talk to, even the company that, that I'm with now, you see, most people are shutting and cutting down on marketing and cutting on all this. Um, we know that this time is time to do what everybody else is not doing. Which marketing. Is, exactly. <laughs> No, because it's true. It's um, true because if you're one-upping your competitors, then Google's going to notice that you're more, you know, dedicated and involved. Yes. And SEO today is about conversion uh, optimization. Yes. Okay, and have that in mind because it's all about numbers. If Google sends 100 people to your website and 10 of them actually click to call or convert into a form Google would know about, and that would put you higher than somebody that doesn't even track any of those things, or that it has one out of a hundred just filling out a form. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah. and those and are that, all signals. Mm -hmm. Those are all signals that are telling Google, oh, this business is relevant to the search that this user made. Right. So, and it's all about that. It's all about conversion. Okay. Alrighty. Awesome. So where can people find you, Roberto? RobertoRenteria.com. That's okay. the fastest way. Yes. And you I are also... in my Facebook group, Get Found yes. With Use. If anybody want, has follow-up questions, if you want to tag yeah. Roberto in the group. And also check out the previous episodes on the podcast and upcoming ones. If you have a podcast um, suggestion for an episode, I would love to hear from you. My email is info at Get Found With Views, and you can follow me on Instagram at Get Found With Views, as well as the blog Get Found With Views. Thank you guys. Remember that done is better than perfect. It's important to take small steps towards your goal and to work on your business and just not in your business. That's a wrap. Now go get found.